Welcome uh, to episode 130 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Uh, I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 1st of August, 2000, 2020. And um, uh, I'm doing pretty good today, uh, people. It's Saturday. Um, I haven't really got any uh, gigs lined up, uh, which... Um, you know, it's been about six months now, isn't it? Something like that. When was my last gig? March, April, May, June, July, August. Five months. Uh, without a gig, uh, normally on a Saturday, I would be out and about gigging around somewhere. But, you know, it's very difficult times, people, isn't it? Very difficult times. Um, yeah, so uh, I have, uh, I'm still working the day job at the moment uh, to get them fucking, get that fucking money in, son. In it, get that fucking money in. Um, so uh, yeah, it's been a bit. Uh, I've got no real plans. You feel a bit of a loose end on uh, Friday and Saturday nights and Sundays and stuff like that. Uh, when you're not doing this, uh, when you're not doing stand up, well, you know, I think that you know, everyone's going on about the new normal and shit like that, aren't they? You know, this is the new normal, people two meters apart at gigs and shit like that, you know. I quite like that densely populated, you know, easily virus spreadable sort of like fucking audience setup that we used to have. But I don't know. Uh, I've got a couple of gigs in the diary at the end of um, end of September, uh, middle of September and end of September. So I've got a little bit of time to prepare um, and uh, get some bits written up that I've been writing and shit like that. Um I don't know. Like, it's difficult, isn't it? Like, let's have a cup of tea. It's difficult because, obviously, uh, I know people who have been doing gigs and that sort of thing, and um, a lot of them have been saying people are not approaching the subject of um, of doing, uh, of the pandemic, or, you know, how can you not, how can you not approach the subject with regards to that? I don't know. You know, people just, going out doing their normal material and shit and it seems i don't know it just seems like a you know it's such a big thing it's like you know after the second world war not mentioning that not that you know but it has a i have no idea what everybody says it's got wartime feel to it i have no idea you know i haven't got bombs being dropped on my head or i'm not in a foxhole getting shot at uh i'm just staying indoors watching tv really <laughs> This what the Second World War was like. Ah, it's a fucking breeze, man. Ah, Second World War was a breeze next to this. Being herded into cattle cars and fucking shoved into a fucking showers, thinking, oh, I'm going to get clean. And the next minute you're being shoveled into an oven. Um, Yeah, I know. Everybody goes over the top a little bit with stuff, don't they? Uh, but apart from that, uh, apart from fucking trying to get my fucking flex my muscles a little bit and get back to it um get my writing muscles going again uh i've been a bit late i ain't gonna lie to you i've been a bit lazy the last five months i've been trying to prepare something uh that's going to be going out on a weekly basis that i bought the fucking this is how bad it is i bought the domain name for this new thing i'm going to be doing i know everybody's doing new shit and that sort of thing uh, I bought the domain name last September. I know. It's actually 
coming up for renewal very soon in the next month or so. And I have done fuck all with it so far. Because uh, at the time I was like, I'll buy the domain name and that'll inspire me to do something. And then I was like, oh, I've got the domain name now. Who, who gives a shit? <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Let's have uh, let's have a little bit of tea. Let's have a bit more tea there. Anyway, today's uh, episode, episode one thirty, um, is uh, is a bit of a question episode again. I know we have a uh, regular questioner. He's got a lot of questions. This guy, uh, regular questioner, um, Peter Fox. Um, Previous comedy reviewer. Um, I don't know what he's doing these days. Is that, are people reviewing? It's all these secondary industries that really hit it hard. Um, get hit hard once the comedy industry. Uh, it's like a fucking mining town, you know. You know, running out of gold, and then all the shops and shit close up. Um, yeah, uh, I'm. He could be reviewing anything, couldn't he? These days. I don't know, reviewing how many just sitting outside fucking Sainsbury's or Tesco's. Just reviewing people's masks as they walk in and out. Yeah, he's gone for a standard white mask there. A uh, very colourful uh, mask on the lady as she walked up through the store there. Uh, parking was amazing. Anyway, uh, Peter Fox, long-time listener to the show, uh, pretty much since it started, I think. Uh, has questions, uh, of which I have them on my uh, mobile phone. Um, uh, let's have a look. Um, because, I, because I'm fucking working the old day job now, um, he has questions related to that. Um, I've, I, I'll give you a little prelude uh, to, uh, to everything uh, uh, that's uh, gone on in my working life. Uh, let's have a little bit more tea before I start this. I, uh, what was it? I started stand-up about 12 years ago. Um, you obviously initially don't get paid for it, and then you start getting paid and shit like that, and then, you know, you can decline uh, on the old day job and, uh, you know, run that down a little bit until you work in sort of like the minimum hours you need to work. Because um, uh, you're getting paid quite a bit. So, um but before that, I, I I've had, you know, I've never been one of those corporate career people or anything like that. Most of the jobs I've had um, are uh, are what you would call fucking shit. Um, <coughs> I uh, um, yeah, most most of the fucking jobs I've had are shit. I started off working. Uh, I was talking uh, to somebody about this the other day. I started off when I was about 13, 14. I know it sounds like some sort of Dickensian thing, but uh, I had a paper round. I don't know if people are you aware of that anymore, you know. And this was back in the day. We used to have like a local post round. Um, it was called Northampton Northampton Post or or whatever it was, and you get it, it it was just basically a little bit of news with a shitload of adverts in there um and you'd have flyers in there and shit like that so i'd spend sort of like saturday afternoon and probably sunday morning delivering that when i was 13 14 15 up until you know 
it was fucking heavy. Those post bags digging in. I swear to God, I've still got fucking divots in my fucking shoulders from uh, carrying those fucking post bags back and forth. And my uh, my post round was the worst one you could think of. It was uh, it was a long stretch out from sort of like Moulton uh, in Northampton, round Spinney Roundabout, all the way up to like more or less Kettering, all the way up the Kettering Road. Um, towards Kettering up there and the fucking houses there they're big houses with long drives so you'd have to cycle down cycle up go to the next long drive round it's not just like you know I used to dream of having a post round that used to be in town like terraced houses doors next to each other so you could go there's one two three four and get it done in no time I think I used to get paid about £10 a week for fucking fucking up my spine and my posture for the rest of my life. But hey, it was worth it. Um, uh, let's have a bit more tea. I'm drinking a lot of tea today. Uh, my first proper job, uh, well, not really proper job, but uh, in in the work field. So I was like 16 and then started working at Tesco's on the tills. Uh, beep, 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 beep. Um, and it was there, really, that I learned that uh, nobody really gives a fuck if you slap cough that much. <laughs> um, yeah, nobody, you know, you can just fucking disappear for a bit and come back and just say you're in the toilet. That's why I, at the age of 16, I learned that. And people were like, oh, yeah, that's fair enough. You want to do some work? Well, I don't know, man. I think I think I'm gonna need to go to the toilet again. Um, so yeah, I've never had a really sort of like corporate-minded climb the ladder shit. You know, I always wanted to have a bit of a laugh at work rather than uh, <laughs> rather than um, uh, rather than actually do something. Um, you know, you get your work done and shit like that, don't you? Uh, but, you know, you can have a bit of a laugh at the same time, can't you? Uh, yeah, from there I went to... I've, I've had fucking loads of jobs, man. Um, let's see let's see Peter's questions anyway. These are the Pe- Peter's questions. Here's a couple of questions for your podcast, Duck. That's how you know it's from Peter Fox, because it says Duck at the end of everything. Uh, makes you fucking paranoid when you're uh, out playing cricket with him. Uh <laughs> I imagine. I don't know. Uh, what's the shortest time you've held a job and have you ever been sacked? Um, well, uh, the shortest time I've ever done in a job, I think I did a morning. Um, I think I did a morning somewhere. Uh, I've Yeah, I, I've done a couple of mornings at places, to be honest. There was one... It's all sales-based jobs. There was, a, there was one called HFC Bank years ago. Uh, that had a sort of like Americanized culture uh, where they were like, whoa, fucking, they used to play fucking disco music and that sort of shit. And I went for the interview and they said, oh, do you mind, uh, do, do you want to hang around and see see what it's all about and that? And then they switched off the lights and put disco lights in there. And uh, people are on the phones ringing people, you know, what it was, HFC Bank used to take over uh, if you had higher purchase agreements or things like that with a place like Curry's and shit like that, and it'd be interest-free 
for like 12 months. And then HFC Bank would underwrite those. And then after the 12 months, they'd hike the interest rate up to 26%. I imagine they still do that or 30-odd percent or 40%. And what it was, putting that, ringing up people, putting them on a payment plan uh, so they could pay the money back at like 30%, 40% or something like that. It was basically fucking robbing poor people. Uh, if you ever have a higher purchase agreement and it's interest-free for like 12 months, pay it off in that fucking 12 months if you can or save your money uh, and just buy it that way. But, yeah, so you'd be ringing up and, uh, you know, like people on the phone saying I can't pay and there's fucking disco music playing. I did two hours. Uh, I sat there for two hours next to somebody who was on the fucking phone. They said, uh, <laughs> I think they even said to me, you know, do you want to make a few calls? And I was like, nah, I'm going to go home. Uh, this is a fucking horrendous environment to working with some of the most fucking twatty people I've ever met in my life. Um, yeah, that was one uh, where I walked um, quite early. There was another one, like some sort of salesy job. I've always sort of done salesy jobs. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, there was one, one job uh, where it was like ringing up, advertising in something, asking for advertising in some sort of like thing that gets sent around to schools, like a school calendar thing. And then they could buy advertising space around there. I did half a day of that and just thought, fuck it. I, I, I can't do this. I can't ring people up, you know, cold calling people, um, trying to sell them shit that I knew was uh, bullshit, you know. <laughs> Who looks at a fucking calendar anymore? You know, who's, who's actually got a calendar? You know, this is going back a few years, but like, you know, mobile phones were out by then, you know. Who actually looks at a calendar and goes, holy fucking shit. There's a guy selling pig swill there. Like, we're going to need that someday. Uh, Let's contact, you know. And it's cold calling people and you never fucking, and they were like, come on, guys. let's." Every fucking sales thing ever is pitched like one of those motivational fucking American speakers. Hey, we're going to Americanize everything without, realizing that um without realizing that uh british people are a lot more cynical than american people and if you fucking cold call them you can smell a fucking rat a mile off um still people out there falling for internet scams though isn't there like so maybe maybe i'm not uh fully right there um yeah there's loads of jobs that i've <laughs> fucking loads of jobs Ah, oh, I did labouring on a building site. Oh, it's right, love. It's not. Uh, it's just knob gags and calling people gay. Uh, <laughs> that was basically it. I did that, like, I think from fucking October until April when it was fucking cold. Um, I remember doing that. Um, just, you know, sales jobs. Uh, I used to sell chips for McCain's Foods at one point, uh, which every... You know, which should work around the system a little bit. They used to, like, um, class, like, somebody ordering stuff as a new sale. So you go into a, a regular customer, 
you know, you can't get them to buy more. So you just used to get them to change the product. And that used to be a new sale, apparently. Um, yeah, so I left that after like about a month or so, I think. You know, very, very few places I've stayed a long time at. Uh, mainly done sales, telephone sales, fucking working for Virgin Media. or selling fucking, you know, ripping people off of shit. <laughs> getting a... Getting a not Virgin Media, what was it? Virgin Energy, uh, ripping off uh, fucking, uh, getting people to convert over without them even realizing it. <laughs> we'll just send you out a welcome information pack. Um, that's that's what everybody was doing, and you get paid a little bit of a bonus for sending out a welcome information pack, and they had twenty eight days to cancel it. That was written as small as shit on the back of the uh of the um of the welcome information pack that you sent out you need to cancel this in 28 days or we're changing you over uh so <laughs> fuck me yeah all dodgy shit like that that was like uh upstairs in a fucking dodgy little fucking office block uh somewhere it was proper sort of like uh boiler room shit um yeah, I did that. Um, you know, at the minute, I'm, uh, you know, as you well know, I'm working within a supermarket again. I've gone full fucking circle. Uh, I've never. What was the other part of the question? Um, I've never fucking. I've never been sacked. I've always left. I've always been one of those people who's left before I was sacked. <laughs> a case of did he fall or was he pushed? Yeah, there's just places I just didn't go back to. Uh, you know, they're probably still there waiting at the minute. It's fucking, it's not here, been here for eight months or whatever. I remember leaving one company and, um, uh, I hadn't been in for about a week, two weeks because I got another job and, uh, they said, uh, I had to come in for a disciplinary when I'd already left. <laughs> They'd already, they'd already, oh, you're going to have to come in for it. They paid me up. I think they paid me up to the end of the month and you got paid at the end of the month. And at the end of that month, I just went, fuck it. I cannot go on the phone one more fucking time. I cannot hear that beep come through. When I was working, that was when I was working at Nationwide, I think. I think I just fucking left. I worked till the end of the month and just left. Um... It used to be, it got to the stage where I just couldn't stomach that, that call coming through that used to be beep. And it got to the stage, I think the last week there or something, when I was at Nationwide, the last week I was there, people had come through and go, hi. It would go beep. And then go, the, I just listened to their voice and it would be like, hi, I'm looking for a mortgage and um, I don't know. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, fucking hell, just hang up on them. I can't listen. It takes about an hour and a half to go through a mortgage. I can't listen to your voice for an hour and a half. Put through somebody to me who sounds less fucking weird than you do. Um, so I've never really, I've never been sacked. Um, uh, I've always, yeah, I've always sort of like, always sort of left, really. Um, I just disappeared from working at places just randomly fucking left i've always had like uh that thing of uh 
having a job in place like before I've left because it's it's always easier to get a job when you've got one uh, than it is sort of like it's almost like that thing with uh, having a girlfriend or whatever in it. You look a bit too desperate when you're going into job interviews and shit if you haven't got a job because you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to eat for a month if I don't get this. Whereas it's always better to have that transition, you know, from one, <laughs> he says, about girlfriends from having one girlfriend and then they overlap. No, but like having the job sort of like sorted out like that. Um, yeah, I've never never been fired. Uh, I've, I've seen, you know, people storm out and shit and throw stuff about uh when i was when i was working in offices um yeah i've seen people handle being sacked fucking badly and just storm out or throw shit um i remember years ago i worked for a company where uh um uh that sold stone a company called peter benny's um uh this is how long ago it was uh you used to um uh you used to be able to smoke in the offices. So, like, there used to be a geezer who used to work there, and I think he fucking liked to drink as well. Well, I, I know he liked to drink because he lost his fucking driving license, right? And what he used to do, because he used to live quite far away. I imagine he's dead now because he used to smoke. He used to have, like, one cigarette he was smoking, one in the ashtray almost burnt down, and then he'd be rolling a fucking other one. He was just fucking chain smoking all the time. There was two offices. He was in the other office. And um, I used to know he used to like a drink, but like uh, he lost his driving license. He used to live out of Northampton town centre. I think he used to live about like 10 miles away. So he obviously couldn't get to work. So the plan, what they did for him, they put a caravan in the yard um, in the fucking yard. And he used to, his missus used to drop him off on a Sunday night and then he'd fucking stay there. She'd come and pick him up on a Friday and he'd stay in the caravan all fucking week. All fucking week. All because he lived like about 15 miles away and his missus <laughs> couldn't fucking be bothered to uh, pick him up. So he'd like live in the caravan all week so he'd, he'd finish work. How, how fucking, you know, how annihilatingly boring would that be? You finish, you know, just kill your soul, wouldn't it? You know, you finish work and you're like, oh, wicked, you know, finish work for the day. Thank fuck for that. And uh, you go outside and then just go and get in a caravan. Ah, <laughs> oh, home sweet home now. You see everybody else driving home and you're sitting in a fucking caravan. I don't even think it had a TV or anything like that. And it just sit there. You just sit there looking at the clock. Uh, only another eight hours until I walk out this door and then on to the next one there. It was like, you know, into the main entrance again. You know, I don't know. You try and negotiate some sort of, uh, uh, some sort of deal with a fucking taxi firm, wouldn't you? You know, just so you can get away from work. <laughs> um, yeah, Peter. So to uh, uh, um, uh, answer your questions uh, that keep going off my phone. Uh, yeah, I, th I think the shortest time is a couple of hours. I think I've, I've walked into places and just gone, nah. 
it's that thing that annoys me when you go for an interview and they say, um, it's always shit places to work as well. Whether you go for an interview and they say, oh, would you mind uh, doing, you know, doing a little bit of free work for us? You know, and you can't fucking say, you just want to go, no, don't you? You want to go, look, just give me the job or don't give me the fucking job. Uh, but I don't want to hang around, you know, like if, if you're not going to give me the job and then I've got to fake an interest in this shit afterwards and you have to, like if they say like, uh, oh, do you want to hang around and see what the job is like and that sort of thing? You're like, oh God, I had fucking plans for the day today. You know, I wanted to do stuff, but now I've got to say yes to you because if I say no, it looks fucking shitty and bad if I say no. So I've got to now hang around with fucking Melvin, who's going to fucking bore me to bore the fucking shit out of me for fucking two hours in a job that if I get it anyway, I'm probably going to do it half-assed. <laughs> Why the fuck do you want me to hang around? Just give me the job. Don't give me the job. Give me a start date. I'll come in that day. I'll try and learn it. Um as quick as possible, and then I'll find ways of slacking off after that. That will be my main goal in this job, finding ways how I can do this job to the least uh, the least amount, spend the least amount of time doing this job, have a bit of a laugh, and uh, meet minimally meet the targets that you've set me. <laughs> That's what we all do. I never understood, because in jobs and shit like that, it's not like the most fucking intelligent people. It's not the best people for the job it, who gets promoted. It's all the people who suck up to people. That's that's the, the, that's it. If I had kids, I would tell them that. Sell your fucking soul. It's anything. Every single fucking walk of life, work life. It happens in the fucking comedy community as well. If you can suck up to somebody and fucking eat, Eat that pride, you will do well in life. Somebody should have took me aside and said that and said, you know, all this pent-up aggression and angst that you've got, you need to drop all that because you're going to find yourself working in a supermarket when there's coronavirus going on. <laughs> you know, just drop that, drop this, you know, whole pride thing and all of that shit. Um, just drop that. Learn how to suck up to people. Identify who you need to suck up to. Learn how to suck up to them. And you'll be a fucking manager anywhere you want to work on a decent wage. If you stay like you are, you just can be <laughs> you're going to be cannon fodder for when a coronavirus comes. Oh, dear. The amount of times I've seen people do that, man. Especially on the comedy circuit. Just, ah. Oh, it's brutal. Um brutal just sucking up to promoters and you're like well oh man they don't they don't fucking know what they're on about anyway they just run fucking gigs um i don't I, that's what you know you see it all the time though and it's just uh i go in do the gig fuck off thank them via some sort of facebook message or email afterwards and then you know uh, i always find it a bit weird um People sucking up to people. You know, you see it in everyday life. You see it in every fucking stream of life, don't you? 
And you can tell them, the ones with the fucking hungry eyes, aren't they? Oh, yes, I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do this. And they're usually the ones that are fucking garbage at their job. But they just, you know, they say the right things at the right time. And uh, it gets them somewhere. Maybe I ought to take a leaf out of their book. I don't know. Maybe this could be a leaf out of their book. Um, yeah, so in answer to those questions, uh, we've done 28 minutes, man. 28 minutes. Um, yeah, I've never been sacked. I've just walked. Um, that way, see, so that way you tend to kid yourself it's your fucking idea. <laughs> Isn't it? That way you think, ah, you know, or just gone missing. I just like, ah, fuck it. Can't be asked with that shit anymore. I'll just get something else. And and then it's like, tatty boy. Um, yeah, that was funny, though, the time I got... Um, <laughs> when they rang me up and said, you're in a disciplinary. And I said, oh, yeah, you're going to struggle to get me there. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I think that's what I said. Uh, let me know how it goes. Uh <laughs> Because <laughs> I ain't going to fucking be there. You're in a disciplinary at 11 o'clock on Tuesday morning. Yeah, let me know how it goes. Uh, <laughs> as I was, uh, I'd, I'd already decided to leave. Uh, there you are. Uh, what are we on? 20, 29 minutes, people. Um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know. Hey, at least we're turning up. But the main thing is, at least we're turning up for the podcast now. And it's pretty much, uh, you know, pretty much on track, people. Um, that was a questions episode, wasn't it? That was it. Um, I don't know if you found that amusing or not. Uh, <laughs> doing things half assed by the way, doesn't like, uh, you, you're not all, I hope you're not all listening to this going, yep, that fucking sounds like your podcast, Benny boy. Um, yeah. Um, this was, by the way, uh, and it was, was. Uh, episode 130. Uh, we can end it there. We've done half an hour, haven't we? Hey, come on. What more do you want? Shedding a little bit of light. This is why I think like I have an angsty attitude towards uh, towards comedy at times uh, on stage uh, where you get to say what you want and people, you know, get fucking annoyed by it. You know, I don't know people, you know. You've still got the gatekeepers in that, haven't you, that you have to, you know, suck up to. Uh, or just get along with. Maybe that's not enough, is it? A lot of people employ their friends in the comedy industry, don't they? In that little clique together. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, we'll see when we get back to it. I imagine uh, everybody's fucking jostling for position at the moment. Uh, anyway, I will be back on Tuesday, people. That was episode 130. Uh, if you uh, want to message me about anything, it's just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk as i say i will be back on tuesday with episode 131 motherfuckers uh i'll speak to you then uh take care